A lot of people want the prophetic impartation without mentoring. Others again desire to be mentored but struggle to fully embrace the impartation. Remember, what seems crooked is most likely straight, and what seems straight is most likely crooked. Hi, welcome to my show. Today I will be covering topic 4 of season 1. So the prophetic is mentoring and impartation. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 14, Paul writes, he says, Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. So we have to understand from the word go that Paul is reminding Timothy not to neglect the gift that was given. Now the context is not the, it's not the fact that he has the gift, but the way that uh, Timothy received the gift. He received the gift by the laying on of the hands by the elders. Many times we think that we just need certain people and specific people to lay hands on us or to impart certain gifts of the Spirit of the Lord to us. But here Paul is making it very clear to Timothy and is reminding him where the impartation came from about certain gifts that Timothy is possessing. So many times we forget that the laying on of hands by eldership or the leadership or those in authority in ministry has played a role in where you are today. And impartation is vitally important. Important for us to understand that uh, when we carry certain gifts, that somebody paid a price, somebody somehow sacrificed, somebody's life became a plumb line, a, a way of living. And when we when we engage certain people in life and they lay hands on us, we must understand that when they lay hands on us and they empower the gift, there comes also other stuff with it. Is their experience, is the the the, the way of, of of walking with God. So the purpose of impartation, and natural, I want to speak on. Uh, Paul's right to Timothy, he says, and Timothy, first Timothy chapter 4, verse 14, he says, uh, Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you. He says it. He says, That was given to you by prophecy. By prophecy. With the laying on of hands of the elders. So when they laid hands on Timothy, the elders, they prophesied over him, and the gift was imparted. And many times we forget that people that lay hands on us, even though it might just be an eldership in a church, but when they are connected with God prophetically and they impart to you certain gifts or lay hands on you for ministry or, or whichever way God has called you in, we have to understand that these men, these women that became our elders or our seniors or those that are seasoned in ministry, they are walking with experience, they're walking with wisdom, they're walking with knowledge. So when they lay hands on you, they have thoroughly prayed about it, they have thoroughly uh, trusted God about it, and when they lay hands on you, they lay hands on you for the gift, but they lay hands on you with a purpose. Second Timothy 1 6, Paul writes to Timothy, and these are his words to Timothy, he says, therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Now Paul is now referring to him. So there's a group of people that can impart the gift of God to you. There's an individual that can give the, uh, they can impart the gift of God to your life. So Paul writes, he says again, 2 Timothy 1.6, he says, Therefore I remind you. So Paul is reminding him because somehow 
Paul either heard or Paul know or Paul experienced that some of uh, Timothy is not stirring up the gift. So many times people, when they are laid hands on by eldership or by leadership or, or by a, a leader or by an individual that God endorsed to lay hands on, the, uh, on you or on me, these people, they, their job is just to lay hands. So when the gifts are imparted and we feel after a while, but I don't think that the laying on of hands or the impartation was sufficient or was effective because I sense nothing. Paul writes and he says to Timothy, you have been laid hands on me. You've been laid hands on by the eldership. You are responsible to stir up the gift that's now in you. So the gift has been imparted to you and there's an impartation of the gift, but you need now to stir the gift. You need to work the gift. You need to familiarize yourself with the gift. And when the Lord starts to use you or prompt you, or God is giving you indication to start to execute the, uh, the gift that God has put in you through the laying on of the hands of eldership or individuals, it is your responsibility, it's my responsibility. Over the years, when I realized that God has blessed me with the gift of prophecy at first, that is how I realized and that's how I came into ministry because I operated with the gift of prophecy because at that stage, I didn't even know that I really, really possessed the office of, of the prophetic or that I might carry a mantle of the prophetic. That I didn't know. All I knew is I'm prophetic. I love the prophetic. I have a desire for the prophetic I pursue the prophetic as a matter of fact for one solid year I remembered my prayer was daily Lord bless me with the gift of knowledge Lord bless me with the gift of wisdom Lord impart to me a deep discernment me unknowingly I didn't even know that these are some of the components of prophetic utterances the word of knowledge the word of uh, uh, wisdom uh, a discernment of spirits how to discern how to decipher how to separate how to dissect I didn't know but I was praying it for one solid year as I was desiring the prophetic and pursuing the prophetic and all I was waiting for is somebody just to pray for me that time I didn't even know that, uh, uh, that when I as I desired somebody that's prophetic to pray for me that it was actually an impartation I was desiring. I Years later, I, I got knowledge of what impartation is. Years later, I start to understand the effectiveness, the power uh, of, of impartation. But I desired somebody that was a prophet or somebody that was prophetic just to pray with me. And I needed them to pray for me because I desired the prophetic. And as I desired, I found people to pray for me. And as they laid hands on me and they prayed for me, Lord, that uh, Ed desires the prophetic and Ed wants to be used in prophetic. I didn't know that as they prayed for me, they were actually imparted the same gift that's in them unto my life. And so the impartation started. Years later, I recognized, so I now realize these guys were imparting to me and I'm ever, ever grateful for that God could use people in my ignorance, but my, my desire was intact. My desire was pure. So if you desire and you are led to somebody that you know that has, a, that has an impartation of, or the gift of, of prophecy on their lives or whatever gifts you desire, and you are led by the Lord and there's a, a, an agreement, a mutual agreement. And uh, because what you must understand, when people lay hands on you, it's normally people that are seasoned. It's normally people that has uh, experienced life. They've experienced ministry. When people want to lay hands on you or you desire to be laid hands by people, uh, they will check you out. They will look at you. They will, they will suss you out. They will screen you, so to speak. So they want to know uh, how's your character. 
How's your walk with God? How's your witness? How's your testimony? How's your interaction at work, with your, at your workplace, at your place of study, in your church, with your community? Whichever way you look at it, they will look at your character because once we, I've seen over the years as well, when people are engaging in a gift from the Lord and the Lord has blessed them, somehow their character will destroy them. And over the years, I've seen people whose character has not been disciplined thoroughly and properly or who is not totally and completely in submission. They mess up what God has blessed them. Such a beautiful gift or gifts. And they mess it up because their character is not disciplined. There's no, there's no submission. There's no commitment. There's no uh, areas where they say, Lord, that you are the number one in my life. And uh, all of a sudden, things that used to be part of their previous life as a, 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 non, a non-believer, unsaved person. So all of these kind of defects, all these kind of working of the flesh are now uh, operating through their lives and now uh, uh, surfacing in their lives. And all of a sudden, they become not a very good testimony worthy the gift. That's why the Bible says the gift are without repentance. And many times we pursue and we, we desire so much those gifts. And when we don't deal and allow the Holy Spirit to deal with our character, then we pursue in this gift while our characters are tainted, while our characters is, is questionable, while, while our characters are not desirable. So while we're pursuing the gift and while we operate in the gift with such a poor character, people question, unbelievers question, and all of this are not working positively but negatively into the body of Christ, into the worldly system where we're supposed to bring people to salvation. So keeping that in mind is imperative important that we submit ourselves to be worked by the Holy Spirit and to be developed by the Holy Spirit in order for us to be an effective and efficient and sufficient man and woman of God operating in the gift of God. Impartation in a nutshell is to understand that it's granting, communicating, giving or receiving of wisdom, knowledge, gifting or blessings and experience to someone or a group of people from another man or woman of God. And many a time we just don't get it. Sometimes we just want impartation or we just uh, want men and women of God to lay hands on us. But what we don't understand when they lay hands on us, they are actually granting or they are communicating or they are giving uh, or receiving, for that matter, for those who want to receive. Also, impartation is to set a firm foundation. And many times we have seen the, next, the upcoming generation, they are missing this because when they are desiring the gift uh, that's residing in a, in, a, in a mature leader or a mature individual, for that matter, what they don't understand is not just the laying on of the hands, but it's also putting a firm foundation in the individual. And I think the upcoming generation needs senior and seasoned men and women of God to lay hands on them, not just for wisdom, not just for knowledge, not just for the gift, but to get in them and put in them and place within them a firm foundation, especially when it comes to ministry, especially when it comes to engaging on a level of where God's going to use you, where there's warfare, where there's uh, uh, engaging in just growing the ministry, your personal ministry, growing another another man of God, a woman of God's ministry, working in their ministry, just submitting in their ministry, whichever way you want to look at it, somehow God will, in His infinite wisdom, will impart that to us as if we desire that from the Lord. 
So when we come for mentoring and when we come for impartation, the impartation, the laying on of hands is bring us deeper than just having a gift. Is bring us deeper than just engaging in a gift. What is getting is bring us closer to a seasoned man or woman of God. It brings us closer to us to seasoned men and women of God, a group of leaders. So as we come closer to this group of leaders that will speak into our lives, that will impart into our lives, they are imparting also a firm foundation. They are establishing us as a believer in Christ. And I've seen over the years and over many years of walking with God, how seasoned men and women of God has established me. They've placed and put a firm foundation in me. I've grown because of principles that I've seen, that I've learned, that I caught in the lives of men and women of God. And I'm forever grateful that I could have come close with these men and these women of God leadership and board members and elders and deacons and I've looked up to these men and I've seen how they walk with God I've seen how they operated and and move with the giftings that God has given him so whenever God allows it to happen when people lay hands on us or when people put their hands on us they are putting their hands on us purposely it is just it's not random it's not just putting hands on us and there it goes no no there's a purpose behind the laying on of hands and once we we catch the fact that when they lay hands on us that there's a purpose so whenever i lay hands on people i lay hands on people and there's purpose in my heart for this individual there's desires in my heart for this individual there are things that i will hope that they will not make mistakes in that i've made mistakes so when i lay hands on them i say lord let them excel let them get to the next level of the ministry let them lord do uh, uh, what you've done in my life let them experience it lord have the time if i if it has taken me 10 years lord grace them lord favor them lord for them to encounter the same effect in in their lives as in my life half of the time and my hands that I lay on them that's what I have in mind Acts chapter 3 verse 6 speaks also about it which you can read at home and just study through it that portion of scripture so when an individual or when a group of people lay hands on you they lay hands on you uh, with, the, with the goal in mind they lay hands on you with this purpose in mind prompted by the Holy Spirit I love the laying on of hands if it is guided prompted directed by the Holy Spirit which means the Holy Spirit will, will direct the individual that's laying hands will lead the individual to speak prophetically, to declare prophetically, to decree prophetically, and to speak and declare and decree prophetically what purpose. So there's a purpose and a goal, and whatever is in the Holy Spirit comes in you that is doing the impartation. That purpose, that the desire, the mind of God, the heart of God will be imparted into the individual. Looking at the purpose of impartation also, Found in Romans 1.11, Paul writes to the church of Romans and he says, For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift, so that you may be established. Hear, hear what the word of God is saying. And hear the intentions of the mind and the heart of Paul. Yes, he does long to the church of Rome. He, he wants to see the Roman church. But in the mind of Paul, he, he longed the church because he wants to impart, he wants to lay hands on them. And he wanted to lay hands on them. And the purpose be, behind the laying of the hands, 
that Paul has was to establish him. Maybe he heard that they, they, they are still got some issues going on and their lives are up and down and there's no stability and, and everyone is doing what he feels he must do or the church can't get direction and the church can't get any firm foundation and all of this maybe or Paul might have heard. So now Paul is writing and he says, I long to see you. But I long to see you with a purpose. My number one purpose is to lay hands on you. I want to lay hands on you because I want to impart to you something. I want to impart the gift of the Lord to you. And the reason why I want to impart the gift to you is that you can be established. Wow, that's powerful. And many times uh, in the church of Jesus Christ, I've seen that people do not understand that when we lay hands on an individual, we lay hands on an individual for the mere fact that the individual must be established. There must be purpose. There must be a firm foundation. We want the individual to excel. We want the individual to experience the favor of God. We want the individual to experience the fullness of the grace of God or his or her life. Hence the laying on of hands. Hence the impartation that comes with it that God can bestow on such an individual wisdom, knowledge, and all uh, experience that's found in the one that does the laying on of their hands. Amen. Isn't God great? God is faithful and God is powerful. Numbers 11, 24, 25, powerful scripture. Then the Lord came down the cloud and spoke to him, speaking now about Moses, and took the spirit that was upon him, that's upon Moses, and placed the same upon the 70 elders. Why? Because God wanted the same effectiveness. God wanted the same establishment. God wanted the same firm foundation that is found in Moses. God wanted it on the 70 elders that were supposed to assist Moses in the work of the Lord. So when he took the spirit that's upon Moses and he placed the same spirit on the 70 elders. Hear what the word is saying, continuing. He says, and it happened. What happened? He says, when the Spirit rested upon them, that's the 70 elders, they started to prophesy. They started to operate and move and function in exactly the same way that Moses was functioning. Isn't that profound and powerful? Isn't that exactly what is in the mind of God, the heart of God, the intentions of the Lord? The intention of the Lord is good. The intention of the Lord is not to hurt us. The intentions of the Lord is for us to excel and to do exceedingly abundantly above. Greater things, says Christ, you will do that I have done. So when God takes from what's on a seasoned man and woman of God and everything that the individual has accomplished over the years uh, being seasoned and grown in character as I said before and, and, and the fruit of the Spirit and, and God has dealt in his life and he walked away from things of the past and now he's pursuing the, the, the future and pursuing what's ahead of him. I'm telling you all of that God will bring upon whoever God is using to lay hands on whoever wants to be lay, lay hands upon. So it's, it's a blessing in disguise whether people know it or not, but it's a blessing in disguise. All of that God will take together, put together, and place it on whoever God has directed to be imparted to. That is one of the most powerful things uh, in the Word of God. When the Lord took what was about 
upon Moses and God imparted it on the 70 elders and they became like Moses. What happened? It happened that they prophesied as Moses was prophesying all along and all these times. 1 Timothy 4.14 Paul writes and he writes to Timothy, Do not let the gift that's in you, which was given to you by prophecy, with the laying on of hands of the elders, the powerful and potent, profound, now I need you to understand, imagine you in a ministry where God is using an, a, a leader that has been for years been seasoned and for years God has uh, used this individual leader and God has established this leader and has got a firm from days in this leader and now the Lord is using this leader profoundly, powerfully in the gifts and with wisdom and with knowledge and all the experience that this leader has gained over these years and now God is directing this leader to lay hands on you as an individual or as a group of elders or a group of leaders that has been established in the ministry, in the local church. All of what the leader has, God will place on the eldership, the leadership. All God will place on the individual, whether they are called in the, in the fivefold ministry. Doesn't matter which fivefold of the fivefold ministry God is called in. All just lay hands on you. Lord, bless the individual with the gift of prophecy. Lord, bless the individual with the gift of knowledge. Lord, bless the individual with the gift of wisdom. Whatever the seasoned leader or the experienced leader or the leader that carries the grace of all, everything I've said before, lay hands on you. Whatever's in the leader will be imparted to you. Now Paul is saying, he says, keep in mind, I laid hands on the eldership. The same eldership laid hands on you. And another time Paul says, I've also laid hands on you. Now Timothy is carrying double portion of laying on of hands. The laying on of hands of the of, 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 of Paul as an individual leader and spiritual father. But also the laying on of hands by the eldership, which Paul also has established. They have laid hands on Timothy, which means Timothy's search word was the knowledge of the leadership. Wisdom and knowledge of Paul. He says, with experience of Paul, he says, with experience of the elders. Timothy had a double blessing, uh, almost like a triple blessing on his life because of the wisdom of God in impartation. The knowledge of God in impartation. The, the revelation of what impartation is all about. I'm telling you, when an individual is being established by God, God does not make mistakes. God does not make any mistakes. I will emphasize and overemphasize. Whenever God wants to start doing and making investment in your life, God will use only the best to put uh, in, uh, investment in your life, His investment in your life, in order for you to excel and to make an ex a success in ministry. Isn't God gracious and isn't God good? 2 Timothy 1.6 I just want to remind you of what I said before of Paul laying hands on Timothy as a spiritual father and a leader. He said, therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Paul is telling him, but you need to stir. And many times we want to question, Lord, I don't know. 
I don't see anything after they prayed for me and imparted to me and laying hands on me. Nothing is happening. I can tell you now, it is now your responsibility to stir this gift. It's your responsibility to stir the wisdom. It's your responsibility to stir the, uh, the, the knowledge. It's your uh, responsibility to stir the impartation that has placed upon you. For God is not a respecter of man. Keep in mind that when you got the gift, the gift is without repentance. That is why a lot of people are living a double life, double standards, and they're not sincere, not genuine. They got two, two, two positions in the kingdom of God, and they're like in the middle, and now there are issues that they encounter in their ministry, in their lives, because of their double standards. So when you have been laid hands on, it's important that you work on yourself. It's important that you start to walk away from things that is disturbing you. Walk away from your past. Deal with things in your life and get yourself straight with God and the word, the voice of God in your ear and how God is directing you in order for you to become effective in the gift uh, that you receive by the laying on of hands. And everything in the kingdom of God is so worked out by God effectively that we cannot make mistakes in the kingdom of God. Uh, and now we want to accuse and now we want to point fingers at those that God has used to lay the hands. But we forget of how Paul wrote to Timothy and he said, you are responsible now to stir the gift. You are responsible now to basically wake up the gift that's within you and make this gift work in the kingdom of God effectively. And when we don't see this, we will become despondent in the house of God, despondent in the body of Christ, despondent in the kingdom of God, despondent in whatever we do. Also, as a matter of fact, you become and you feel you're incompetent and you're not effective in the kingdom of God. All of what I said now, whether I spoke to you today on the mentoring side of things, when I spoke to you on the impartation side of things, it's important for you to know after the effect, it's still the responsibility of the mentee. It's also the responsibility of the individual that received the laying on of hands to stir and to make it work in your life. I also know that you will remain a blessing in the kingdom of God and that God will use you effectively to stir the gifts within you and also that you will remain a blessing for the mentor that God has assigned you with and to. Also, those that lay hands on you, whether your spiritual covering, whether your spiritual leaders, whether your, 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 your mentor, whether it's just an eldership, remain a blessing to them. And I know you will. Uh, see you next time. Blessings upon blessings.